inside to Hadwiger, right block, fadeaway jumper is good. Today, it's quarterfinal action of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament from the Viero Event Center in Kearney. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Fisher gets it up top, good reversal to the left side. Short jumper is up and in by Kayla Stubbs. Good ball reversal there for the Bulldogs. After a long blizzard delay, we're finally ready to play some basketball. Our first two girls games today feature top seed Elm Creek battling Overton. Game two is Axtell versus Elwood. It's Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Vieira Event Center in Kearney with ESPN Radio's Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back, everyone, to the Viero Events Center here in Kearney for continuing coverage of the 2016 Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament. With all the snow, we've been pushed back numerous days. Now, tonight was supposed to be the girls' semifinals. Tomorrow, the boys' semifinals. Instead, all of the quarterfinals are today for the girls, tomorrow for the boys, the semifinals Saturday, and then they'll wrap it up here at the Events Center. And good job by the event center to work with the teams, keep the floor down. It, it will affect the hockey team a little bit, but they're going to have a long trip home from Youngstown anyway, so uh, they will probably have a day less ice, but they can just go outside, right, the way this weather has been. We're glad to have you along with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Our first game today, the top seed Elm Creek eliminated the Overton Lady Eagles steadily pulling away for a 52-34 to win. Claire Cornell, 24 points. And 14 rebounds to lead the way. 12 and 9 for Allie Bauer for Overton. Gracie Grote with 15 and 7. Sydney Enix, 7 points, 10 boards. This is the first meeting of the year between Axtell and Elwood. They play again on Friday night in their regular season matchup, which will be the final conference game of the year for both of these ball clubs. It doesn't get any easier for Elwood. They play the number one and number two seeds, Elm Creek and Axtell, next week. But Elwood is still playing by virtue of their mini upset in the conference bunny bracket game Saturday, beating Eustace Farnham 48-45. to And we'll look at the starting lineups for this quarterfinal right after this. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. 
Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Elwood Lady Pirates, number 10 is a 5'6 inch sophomore, Manon Martin. Number 12 is a 5'4 sophomore, Tiffany Dickow. Number 14, a 5'5 sophomore, Aspen Satorius. Number 30, a 5'5 senior, Cassie Yergis. And number 44, a 5'10 senior, Amber Weber. The head coach of the Elwood Lady Pirates is Patrick Roper, assisted by Kevin Malberg. Elwood, 4 and 15 on the season. For the Axtell Lady Wildcats, number 13 is a 5'5 junior, Ashley Schnell. Number 15, a 5'5 junior, Reagan Miller. Number 22, a 5'5 sophomore, Emmy Nickel. Number 32, a 5'9 junior, Season Melaba. And her sister, number 34, a 5'10 junior, Sophie Melaba. The head coach of the Wildcats is Kelly Cooksley, assisted by Eric Miller. Axtell is 13-5 and on the season and enter the conference tournament on a four-game winning streak. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Only one injury to talk about tonight. Paige Kirby, who does see some time off the bench for Axtell, has a little tweaked knee. Coach Cooksley said they're going to set her today. And if they win, they anticipate that she may be able to go on Saturday. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy at Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We'll tip it off between Elwood and Axtell after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation. A very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, Terry and Jason Stark, wishing the coaches, the athletes, and teams the best of luck in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. The home white and purple trim for the Wildcats. The maroon traveling uniforms with the white trim for Elwood. And we are ready to get the ball in the air. And the opening tap will be controlled here by the Elwood Lady Pirates. Handling the point will be Tiffany Dickow. Dickow against the Axtell man-to-man. Swings it over to the right side to Manon Martin. Up top, they'll go back to Satorius. Not a tall team except in the middle to Weber. They get it to her, and she'll spin, and Amber will score. So Elwood, on the opening possession, will get the first bucket of the basketball game, and it's 2-0 Pirates. Back into the front court with the, with the Wildcats. Elwood's going to play. Looks like a zone defense here to get things started. Lob it down to Melama from season. Back to Sophie, the cutter. It goes off her hands, and it's going to be picked off there by Aspen Satorius. So a good start here for the underdog Elwood Lady Pirates. But they'll pressure the ball in the backcourt, able to get through it as Dick out. They have numbers. Outlet pass is going to be tipped away, trying to get it to Satorius on the baseline. So obviously Elwood needs a good start like every underdog does. And so far, things are off to a good start as Martin to throw it in. Lobs it out on the left side of the key to Dickow. Back to Martin. 
Manon into Weber again, this time a little farther away. The 10-footer hit the front of the iron, no good. And Sophie Melba has the rebound. Hands it off to Reagan Miller. Miller runs down the lane, well defended, had to switch off, take a one-hand runner, no good. Offensive rebound goes back out to Snell, to Miller. She'll pass it to Melba, and Melba will get the bucket. So Sophie Melba ties it up here at 2-2. Then on the inbounds, a steal, and this is where Elwood will have some trouble getting the ball up the floor and Dickow commits the foul. And at the line to shoot two will be Emmy Nickel to try and give the lead to Axtell for the first time this afternoon, but it is on the way and short for Emmy Nickel. Wildcats pretty balanced offensively. Melima right around 10.5 points a game for season. Second free throw is good for Emmy Nickel. And Axtell will take the lead at 3-2. Full court pressure. Elwood breaks it. Now they've got a 2-2 two two in the front court, but a Watt called on the Pirates. So 10.5 for season, 9.5 for Sophie. As a team, Axtell averages about 47 points. Miller gets 8. Snell gets 6.5. So not one standout offensively for Axtell as they drive the base side of the jumper is up. And good for season, Melima. And it's 5-2 now, Axtell up by three. And a foul trying to get the steal in the backcourt. Up the floor, they get to Jurgis, and the foul will be called on Snell. First foul on Axtell. 5-2 in favor of Axtell after Elwood got the first basket of the afternoon. Elwood brings it across the timeline to Dickow. Dickow continues the dribble, tries to kick it into the corner to Jurgis. Melba picks it off. Outlet pass. Miller goes coast to coast. Hit the rim on the way up with the layup and a break here for Elwood as Dickow will get the rebound. Hands it off to Jurgis and Cassie brings it across the timeline. Pass over to Dickow into the corner. Good ball movement. Trying to get it down low and a block shot for Melba. Expecting a whistle, but Sophie... Gets the block shot. Wildcats want to run. Coast to coast. Sophie finishes on the assist from Reagan Miller. And a timeout will be called here by Elwood. So Elwood got off to the good start. But Axtell is now up 7-2 with 5.50 to go here in the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. With our producer, Engineer, Merrill Lawson, I'm Doug Duda back at the Viero Events Center. Get a big thank you to Dana Wright and the crew here for all their hospitality. We're going to be camped out here for four of the next five days, bringing you all 16 games that remain in the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. Out of the Elwood timeout, they will sub in Toby Carlberg, break the press, get it down to the baseline, jumper won't go, offensive rebound by Bailey Diefenbaugh. It's no good, and coming out of there with it will be Melima. Up the floor to Miller. Back out to Season. Season looks inside. Good backdoor pass. They're trying to get it to Miller, but it's deflected off of her. And Axtell will turn it over for the second time. So Elwood will bring it up with uh, Bailey Diefenbaugh in the game. Toby Carlberg in the game. And Elwood just trying to get it into the front court. Carlberg 
Gets it across the timeline, tries to stay out of the trap. The ball is loose. It actually rolls into the paint. Elwood has numbers, but they can't get a good shot. They do put it up, and an over-the-back foul going to be called on Aspen Satorius trying to get the ball slapped away. Her first and the team's second. Diefenbaugh is 5'8", but just a freshman. Weber is 5'10 on the bench as a senior, and that's where you can get a little height for Elwood, which they may need against the Melba Twins, Season and Sophie. Up top with it is Reagan Miller. Swings it into the corner to Snell. Snell puts it up, has it blocked, and take it away. Aspen Satori has got to handle the basketball, and it's run down to the corner by Martin. Up the middle of the floor, Axtell really reaching at everything. Bounce pass on the wing, another block, and another takeaway, but out of bounds, therefore, the Axtell Lady Wildcats, and now a timeout's going to be called. Looked like Camille Fischel was the one that got the block, and Coach Cooksley doesn't like the circus atmosphere to the last minute of this game, so a timeout will be called here with 4.38 remaining in the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It remains Axtell 7, Elwood 2. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Back at the Viero Events Center here on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Schedule the campus visit today. Again, coming off this three-day no-school break, you never know how you're going to react. Hardly any practice, maybe a shoot-around earlier in the day. Elwood with the ball down by five, and they'll get it into Tiffany Dickow. She'll dribble to the top of the circle, then give it back against the grain to Diefenbaugh. She'll hold it up there with Melima on her. To Satorius, lobs it backside. Left-handed shot, no good for Madden Martin. Rebound is grabbed for Ashley Snell. Snell up the floor, wants to go all the way. Does. Contested layup is no good. Diefenbaugh with the good rebound. And Bailey with the board after the good defense there. And Elwood across the timeline. Boy, they are doing a good job against the Axtell pressure. Axtell just can't get it set good enough. If they get him in the backcourt, fine, but in the front court, Elwood has done okay with it. Here's Diefenbaugh from 15, firing it up. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Season Melima. So Elwood's missed a lot of shots here early on, down 7-2, 3.45 to go in the first quarter. Three-pointer by Melima, comes up short. Rebound by Sister Sophie, and Sophie will be fouled. That was the first three-point attempt of the game for either team. Fouls on Satorius, and that'll be her second. Here for the Pirates, and at the line will be Sophie Melima. And the free throw off the front of the rim, crawls over, and in. Five of the first eight for Axtell from Sophie. Back in for Elwood is Amber Weber. Checking out will be Martin. And for Axtell, they're going to sub in as the second free throw is also good for Melima, making it 9-2 in favor of Axtell. Wildcats bring into the game Emmy Nickel again. Long pass. Elwood trying to throw it over the top of the pressure. It's run down by Jurgis. Jurgis feeds it into the paint to Diefenbaugh out to the free throw line. And the jumper is good for Tiffany Dickow. 
9-4. Axtell over Elwood. As the Cats bring it into the front court, the winner will play the second game at around 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon in the semifinals against the Pleasanton-Wilcox-Hildreth winner. Caitlin Callen is into the game, tries to throw it into the paint. Ball knocked away, and it is grabbed there by Dickow. Third turnover for Axtell, so the turnovers are even. But then Dickow trying to bring it up the floor on the double team, dribbles it off her foot, and out of bounds. So again, you got three sophomores in that starting lineup for Elwood. A lot of youth out there, not a senior in the lineup for Axtell. In fact, only one senior on the entire roster. Three seniors that have already been in the game or started for Elwood. Axtell boys have the corner market cornered on seniors, I guess, with 10 of them. As Miller comes into the paint, left-handed runner, no good. Ball being tipped around, still a three, four sets of hands, and finally nobody just going to get that and let it go out of bounds to Elwood. 9-4 to four, Axtell, 2.34 to go here in quarter number one of the FKC quarterfinals. Weber looking for somebody to get the ball to. Her outlet pass is picked off. It's going to be Ashley Snell. She'll drive. She'll shoot. It's too strong. Ball once again goes out of bounds off Axtell. Coach Cooksley's squad is the second seed. They've got a good record at 13-5, and five, but we've seen them the last couple of years. When Kring was injured last year and, of course, graduated this year, they just have some long droughts, and then right now they're just going too quick, both sides. As the jumper by Dickow in the open court is no good. Rebound brought down by Sophie Melima. If the Wildcats set it up, run their offense, they usually get a good shot. But a quick three in transition. Melima puts it up. It's no good that time from Sophie. And the rebound brought down by Diefenbaugh. And it remains 9-4. to four. Axtell, a lot of quick shots. Elwood has to take a quick shot because of the defense. And Weber will put it up from 12. Off the glass, no good. Offensive put back. Dickow is good. So Tiffany Dickow gets the offensive put back. The last two buckets have come to Elwood, but they still trail 9-6 to six with a minute and a half to go here in the first quarter. Cats up top will get it to Nickel. Over on the right side to Callen. Back up top to Nickel. Just playing catch. Callen comes into the paint, forces the shot. It's no good. Rebound grab. Diefenbaugh has it again, the fourth for Bailey. Into the hands of Jurgis. Jurgis across the timeline, trying to avoid the double dribble, and it takes a bad hop on her. That'll happen. We always called that the Pershing hop, but it's the same thing here. Any fake floor, any new floor, um, non-permanent floor, we should say, you lay it down, it's not settled, it can always take a bad hop, and that's what happened there. Elwood's sixth turnover. Back in the ball game, Reagan Miller. Playing catch on the right wing with Callen. Up top to Fischl. As they bring the Melima girls out, free throw line jumper Fischl is no good. Long board and boxing out the shooter, Manon Martin, will get the rebound. We're down to 50 seconds to go in the first quarter. Axtell's been on nine for almost, well, they had seven at the 438 mark, and they got nine shortly after that. They're going to get more here. As the ball is stolen away by Callen, she's up ahead for the uncontested layup. So that breaks the drought for Axtell. And it's now 11-6 in favor of the Cats. As Elwood gets it again and then knocked away again. Knocked out of the hands of Carlberg. Two on one. Underneath another layup for Caitlin Callan on the assist for Reagan Miller. So two turnovers lead to two, uh, two easy layups. At the other end, Weber takes the shot. No good. And two Axel Wildcats fighting for it. 
And it ends up going out of bounds. Taylor Hickey, a freshman, now in for Elwood. 13 seconds remain here in quarter number one. Let's see if Elwood can get another bucket here at the end of the quarter. Trailing by seven into Weber in the corner. Off a couple of screens, they'll get it to Martin. She'll drive in, lost the handle, got it back. Little one-hand jumper, no good. Rebound grabbed by Axtell. They'll have to cast it up here. Can they get the shot away before the buzzer? They do, but it rolls off the rim from Ashley Snell. No good. She was trying so hard to get to the other end that she put it up a little too hard. And after one, it's Axtell 13 and Elwood 6 in the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament here on ESPN. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state of the art remote deposit right from your smartphone, keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust, what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. You're listening to the Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And to start the second quarter, it'll be Axtell to throw it in. And Ashley Snell will do the honors, and we are underway 13-6 in favor of of the Lady Cats. Elwood's going to extend that 1-3-1 zone a little bit more to force Axtell to take it inside on him with the Melima sisters. Skip pass right side, knocked away. The steal is made by Aspen Satorius. Satorius tries to go all the way to the other end, does. She's double teamed. The shot rolls off the front of the rim, no good. Season Melima will grab her third rebound. Nine rebounds for Axtell, seven for Elwood in the first quarter. The number turnovers, Elwood eight, Axtell three. Four of the six points to Tiffany Dickow. Now Melima for three at the other end. No good for season. Long rebound. She followed her shot, grabbed it, and it was a following the shot. Excuse me, Callen. Another shot away from Snell. No good. And Martin will come out of there with a the rebound. Out ahead, they want to run with a left-handed scoop shot. It's no good for Dickow. And then it bounces off the noggin of one of the Wildcats and out of bounds. For Axtell, six points for Sophie Melba and four for Caitlin Callen. Ten of their 13. Three of four at the line for Axtell. Elwood has yet to shoot a charity shot. And it'll be Elwood ball underneath their own hoop. Lob it to Dickow, right wing. Three-point land, lobs it into Weber, faces the hoop. Foot gave out. She lost the basketball. Turnover number nine as Sophie Melba grabs it. Gives it off to Season. She'll track it up the floor, kick it right side to Snell. Ashley dribbles over to the left side and hands it off to Emmy Nickel. Playing around the perimeter here against the Elwood zone. Down on the block, they get it to Melima. The leaner is no good from Sophie. And the rebound grabbed by Dickow, her third. Dickow weaves her way through Axtell traffic. And she'll kick it out to the trailer. And Jurgis now set up the half court 
With 90 seconds gone in the second quarter, the score remains 13-6. Lava to Weber on the left block, spins with a right hand, it sets on the front of the rim, no good. Offensive board, though, for Jurgis. Another opportunity here, but she dribbled it away and out of bounds. Elwood's going to turn the ball over against the Axtell pressure. It's the unforced turnovers that are going to hurt them. 6-10 to go here in the first half. Earlier today, a 52-34 Elm Creek win over Overton. Loomis and Amherst will be next, and that'll switch us over to Classic Hits 98-9, followed by Pleasanton and Wilcox Hildreth. Good drive by Snell. Gets it to Melima, who tries to throw it down low and throws it at the feet of Camille Fischel, but she saves it, kicks it out of the wing to Melima, and her shot is no good. Jurgis will get her second rebound, and Elwood will bring the ball up the floor. Stop, trying to fire it over to Dickow, does. Axtell doubles the ball almost at every time. Elwood does a good job of getting rid of it, but just haven't been able to hit enough open shots here. Again, trying to get it to Weber. Axtell knows it. Melba knocks it away. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats. And uh, earlier game today, preview tonight, what's still to come as well in conference tournament action. Again, the Twin Valley has their quarterfinals tonight. The Luplatt and Southern Nebraska tournaments have their play-in games. Tiefenbaum back into the game. They get it to her open in the lane from six on the out-of-bounds, but it's no good, and Reagan Miller grabs the rebound. Reagan brings it up to the paint, pulls up from eight, shot off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Satorius, and she'll get it out to half court before needing some help to Martin. Back over to Dickow. Elwood continues to move. They don't waste time. But another shot inside that bounces around, no good. Save to Diefenbaugh, and Diefenbaugh will pick it up and score. It went off the leg of an Axtell player, so they just scooped it back, and it went right under the Elwood bucket to Diefenbaugh, who was unguarded, and she'll get her first bucket. And we finally have our first points here in the second quarter for either team. Three-pointer at the other end, almost banked in from the corner by Emmy Nickel. It's no good. The rebound comes all the way out top to Dickow. Tiffany has it poked away from behind by Miller and out of bounds. And Coach Cooksley and his Axtell assistants discussing things over there on the bench. This is not the way a 13-5 team plays. They are as cold as the temperature in the building. And on the inbounds, knocked away, running it down to the corner to avoid the turnover. Elwood back to Diefenbaugh, has another short jumper that she hits. Back-to-back buckets by Bailey Diefenbaugh, and it's a three-point game. Axtell 13, Elwood 10, four and a half to go in quarter number two. And the Wildcats scratching their head. What's going on here? The Wildcats, they can put up a ton of points, but from time to time, they will struggle mightily. Another three, no good, but an offensive rebound for Emmy Nichols. She'll be fouled on the putback, and maybe Axtell can get the job done from the line. It's going to be called on Toby Carlberg, her first. The fourth foul of the game on Elwood. Only one foul so far in the game on Axtell. Nickel one of two at the line and puts the free throw up and in. The first point of the second quarter for Axtell comes at the 4.08 mark. 14-10 in a low-scoring game here at the Viero Events Center. Second free throw for Nickel is on the way, and that rattles home. So it's 15-10, to 10, and that will allow Axtell to put a little pressure on. That's how they got a couple of buckets easily in the first quarter, and they'll get another steal here. 
Down to the baseline, driving off glass at just that quick. Reagan Miller scores, and here's where it can get out of control. Score, press, steal, score, press, steal. That's what Axtell has been trying to live on, but they've been missing out on the score part for a while. Elwood will break the press this time. Dickow brings it to the high post, kicks it out on the wing, where Melima is going to partially block the shot of Satorius. Getting it back is Elwood. Another shot no good, and Season Melima with the rebound, and off to the races is Ashley Snell. She'll run into Diefenbaugh, and a foul called on Bailey. Two free throws coming up for Ashley Snell, looking for her first point of the basketball game. 17-10, Axtell. And the first free throw is good. So 13-10, and then Axtell... In the uh, amount of time, about, what is it, 39 seconds, has now scored five and trying to make it six. And the second free throw is good. So Snell hits them both, and it is 19-10. The nine-point lead for Axtell, the largest, and a travel to backcourt on Elwood. And we'll see what Coach Roper wants to do. He knows. I mean, this is what he's seen a lot of the year. He's got the girls that can get the ball up the floor, but right now, turnover, 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 and that's allowing Axtell to extend the lead, but they will get it right back. Jurgis will pick off the pass, doesn't have numbers, so has to slow it down, and gets it over to Weber. Weber between the circles will go to Dickow. Elwood needing some points right now, trailing 19-10 to Weber. Free throw line, she'll fire it up, no good, and the offensive rebound is grabbed. By Jurgis, I think Axel thought it was going to go out of bounds to Weber. She'll have her shot blocked by Sophie Melova, and then a foul to go along with it on Elwood. Might be on Diefenbaugh. No, it's going to be on Weber. First foul on Weber, sixth foul of the half here on Elwood. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report, 2.50 to go here in the second quarter, 19-10 Axtell. In our FKC girls quarterfinal, Axtell the two-seed, Elwood the 10 they got here by beating Eustace Farnham by three on Saturday. Melima baseline puts the jumper up. No good for Sophie. Defensive board by Diefenbaugh. She's got six rebounds here in the first half. Jurgis will bring it across the timeline. Top of the circle, Elwood kicks it over on the right wing to Toby Carlberg. Underneath Diefenbaugh, short jumper up and in. Six in the quarter, all six points that Elwood has is from Bailey Diefenbaugh, the 5'8 freshman. 19 to 12. Axtell with 2.10 to go. Over on the left wing, looking for some help. The ball knocked away. Another steal. Dickow might have a run out here. The layup, too strong. And the rebound brought down by Season Melima. Melima brings it up the floor. She's going to go coast to coast and lays it up and in. So a four point swing there. Just when Elwood could have cut it back down to five, instead, they're down nine. Dickow dribbles between the double team. Axtell doing a lot of chasing. And a foul going to be called on season. Sophie Melema trying to make the steal. Her first, only the second foul of the half here on Axtell. And checking in again will be Satorius for Elwood. And for Axtell, back into the game, Camille Fischel and Caitlin Callen. And we'll have a timeout called here by Coach Kelly Cooksley of the Axtell Wildcats with 1.44 to go in the first half. It is Axtell 21, Elwood 12. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. Welcome back to the Viero Event Center here in Kearney. A minute 44 to go before halftime. And your score, 21 to 12 in favor of the Axtell Wildcats. In a low-scoring first half, Axtell has had a couple of spurts where they score, steal, score, steal. And that's been about it. 21 points in the first half. Of course, again, they only score about 47, but... They've had an opportunity to get a bunch here. Elwood to throw it in, take it a long time, but they do get it backside, and Jurgis sneaks in there and scores. They lulled everybody to sleep, including the Axtell defense, and Jurgis has her first bucket, 21-14. Axtell by seven, nice move by Melima from the left elbow, takes it in, switches hands, and Season will float in and get her sixth point of the basketball game. So Elwood scores, Axtell puts it right back on top of them, 23-14. And a timeout here by Elwood when it looked like they might turn it over. So the one thing we can tell you is that is all of the 30-second timeouts for the rest of the game. 117 to go here in the first half. It's now 23-14, Axtell. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Glad you're along with us for continuing coverage of the Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament. Due to the blizzard, we're on to the girls' quarterfinals today. And Elwood will have the basketball out of the timeout. Get it quickly down to Weber. Turn around, jumper, right baseline. Good. Second bucket for Amber Weber. And it's 23-16, Axtell. A minute to go here before halftime. Snell with it at the top of the circle. Uses her dribble into the corner to Miller. Open three on the way, and it's good. Nice shot by Reagan Miller. That's the first three for either team in the game. And the lead now at 10, 26-16 as Elwood throws it up ahead to break the press. Satorius comes in, blocked from behind. Sophie Melima out of bounds. It goes to the Pirates with 42 seconds to go. And Elwood to throw it in. Out of bounds with Manon Martin. Goes backside again, tries the same play to Jurgis. Ball fake, draws the foul. On Camille Fischel, that'll be the first one on the freshman. But at the line to shoot two will be Cassie Jurgis. She scored her only bucket of the ball game on that exact same inbounds play on the baseline. She'll get two shots here. And the first free throw is on the way, and it is good. So Elwood hanging in there. They just don't have so far what it takes to put together a run in this game. 12 turnovers for Elwood, 6 for Axtell. A lot of those Elwood turnovers deleting, leading directly to points for Axtell. Second free throw, no good. Melima getting the rebound, falls, and they're going to have to call a foul on Aspen Satorius, and that is her third, and it's the seventh team foul. So we walk to the other end, 
Had Melima not fallen down and she had just got the rebound, they would not have called the foul, obviously, but there was definitely contact. And Season will go to the line to shoot the one-and-one. First trip to the line. She's got six points, six boards, and a blocked shot already. With 38 seconds to go in the half, the free throw is short, and the rebound is stolen away down low there by Emmy Nickel. She'll put it back up, and it will not go. Jurgis with the board, and she'll have it poked away at midcourt, out of bounds to Elwood. 29 seconds to go before halftime. A nine-point lead for Axtell. Let's see if Elwood can get it closer. They were down seven at the end of one. I think they would take that here at the half. They could get a bucket. That's what would happen. Weber has to chase it down, take the jumper from the corner. It is no good. Fight for the loose ball. We'll get a jump ball between Ashley Snell and Jurgis. The arrow points the way of Elwood. So they get it underneath with 20 seconds to go. And Martin to throw it in. They'll box the lane. And we've got an inadvertent buzzer. I think there was confusion over at the scorer's table which way the arrow pointed. But nothing hurt. We'll just redo her. Elwood to throw it in again. Martin off a couple of screens to Weber. She's going to take a 13-footer off the iron. No good. And the rebound pulled down. And on the run with it, Axtell Snell has to slow up. Doesn't have numbers. Skip pass all the way over to Miller for three. It is no good. Snell crashes the board. has got the rebound. Now the ball is loose and stolen away by the Pirates. And that'll be the end of the first half of play. With your score, the Axtell Lady Wildcats 26 and the Elwood Lady Pirates 17. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on ESPN from the Viero Events Center in Kearney. There's a lot of satisfaction that comes from making things grow. Whether it's a family, a field of grain, or the balance in your savings account. When you make something grow, you can't help but grow a little yourself. As a community ag bank, helping you make things grow is why we're here. Our ag lenders know agriculture, and they're local. Stop by and see us. Let's talk. Minden Exchange Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to the Viero Events Center. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of our girls game in the quarterfinals. It is 26-17. Axtell with the lead over Elwood. Up next... Just after 6 o'clock, we'll switch it over to Classic Hits 98.9 for our second set of quarterfinals. Loomis and Amherst will play. And then the second game and final game of the four tonight will be Wilcox-Hildreth taking on Pleasanton. We've got a full slate of games again for you tomorrow. The first two will be right here on ESPN. Amherst and Eustace Farnham at 3. The Axtell and Overton boys at 4.30. Then tomorrow night on Classic Hits 98.9, Loomis will play Wilcox-Hildreth and Elm Creek. 
will take on SEM. The semifinals begin with the girls Saturday at 2.30 and 4 here on ESPN. The boys at approximately 5.30 and 7. And then the consolation begins at 3 o'clock Monday. And we'll have all those for you as well here on ESPN. Also tomorrow night here on ESPN, we will have the Kearney Bearcats as they travel to Grand Island. They're going to play in the old gym again. So that did not... uh, that always fares well for the Islanders, and uh, they will take on the Bearcats at a doubleheader tomorrow night. And then we will be at the Luplat Conference semifinals in Centura. That is coming up on Saturday, the first girls semifinal, which will be involving Kearney Catholic if they win uh, in uh, Friday. They are the top seed, but that is the top of the bracket. And that would be at 1 o'clock for the girls, 1 and 3, the boys at 5 and 7. And then the Luplat is going to play in St. Paul. On Monday night, consolations will be in the old gym at St. Paul, the championships in the new gym, and they will go girls at 5, the boys at 7, and we'll have the finals here on Classic Hits. Also going on tonight, the play-in games in the Lou Platte, the play-in games in the Southern Nebraska, and the quarterfinals in the Twin Valley. We'll be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on ESPN. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Coming up, we'll talk with Mike Ford of the Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes here in just a moment. But first, let's take a look at the first half stats of our girls' game. Uh, Elwood, Manon Martin has two rebounds. Tiffany Dickow, four points, four rebounds. Aspen Satorius has a rebound. Cassie Yerges, three points, five rebounds. Bailey Diefenbaugh, six points, six rebounds. And Amber, Amber Weber, four points. 17 points, 18 rebounds, one out of two at the free throw line. Elwood has not attempted a three-point shot. And they have 12 turnovers here in the first half. Satorius with three fouls, the only one in any trouble for Elwood. For Axtell, Ashley Snell, 2.6 rebounds. Camille Fischel has a block. Caitlin Callen, 4 points and a rebound. Reagan Miller, 5 points and a rebound. Emmy Nickel, 3 points, 2 rebounds, all from the line. Season Melima, 6.6 rebounds and a block. Sophie Melima, 6 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 blocks. In the first half, 13 points in each quarter, and that is 26 points, 20 rebounds, 7 out of 9 at the free throw line, it looks like here for Axtell. And three-point shooting, they are 1 of 7, 4 blocks, 7 turnovers, and nobody has more than one foul for Axtell. They lead it 26 to 17. In our first game here today, Elm Creek steadily pulled away. And uh, got it done a little easier against Overton than they did on Friday night, 52-34. to 34. Coach Mike Ford joins us here at the half. And 
Coach, uh, after a scare Friday, it had to be nice to not have that scare here today. No, it was certainly nice to uh, uh, not uh, have to draw something up to, to tie a game up or, or to take a lead late. It, uh, girls played a nice game. How did the blizzard this week affect I mean, how much work did you even get to do? Was it just what you did here at the event center before the yep, game? You're exactly right. We uh, we uh, didn't practice on Sunday, and and then uh, Monday we got uh, out of school, and they they told us we couldn't practice, so we didn't get to practice uh, Monday, Tuesday, and then and then Wednesday we weren't able to get in either. So uh, we got a about a 15 minute shoot around here as we arrived, and and uh, even got kicked off this court, and, and so. <laughs> Uh, got a couple shots up, but, you know, I told the girls that uh, tried to play it positive and say, hey, our legs are rested and, and uh, we're not going to lose the skill that we're working on this summer and, and uh, we're going to go out there and play, get to play well. Well, Clara really uh, had a great game with 24 points and 14 rebounds, but both teams were balanced. You just made more shots today than Overton as Friday. They were really red hot. Did you do anything specifically different today, especially defensively? You know, we did. We played, we played a little bit more man than we did the other night. Uh, we, we probably played at maybe half a dozen of possessions of man, and, and that did give them fits. But, you know, when we're playing zone well, uh, we have ball pressure and we have help. And, and when we play our man well, we have ball pressure and we have help. So it, it looks the same, but uh, when, when they're not shooting, you know, 65 70% from the three-point line, um, there's a couple more rebounds out there to get, and, and that's what we did. We were able to find some rebounds, and, and we did make a couple shots on the offensive end. Had a couple games here in the last month that didn't go your way. Uh, what have you learned from those games, and what's still what's still to work on if you want to win this tournament? You know, it's just being smart in possessions, uh, uh, not pulling the trigger early and, and being patient and, and, and knowing that we're going to grind and we're going to find – I mean, there's good looks there's and there's better looks. And so, uh, you know – we still have a fairly young team on the floor when you take, you know, if you take Hannah Robbins and Sage Martin off the court, but um, we still got to just be disciplined, uh, follow shots, rebound, block out on the defensive end. But uh, um, tonight, like I said, we, we were able to find a couple uh, short shots. We didn't shoot particularly well from beyond the arc, but we didn't, we didn't uh, attempt a whole lot either. We're talking with uh, another minute here with Mike Ford, the Elm Creek girls basketball coach. Uh, you'll come back on Saturday, so at least you will get a little work tomorrow. And uh, what are you expecting uh, from the Loomis-Amherst ball game? You haven't had a chance to play Amherst yet, and uh, you had a chance to really handle Loomis earlier in the season, but they're still kind of one of the surprise teams in the conference this year. I think, I think uh, I don't know who will come out. It, it'll, it'll depend on shots and, and everything like that, but um, Loomis, Loomis is, is a very good team. Uh, we, they are much better than what we made them look uh, the, the time that we had them here at, at home, but, um, you know, they're just a lot like Overton. Nobody, nobody wanted to play Overton, and and, and I was in that same boat. Uh, they gave us a great game on Friday, and and uh, there's a lot of good teams that don't have great records in our in our conference, and I think Loomis is one of them for sure. Conference is so young, so young. Yeah, yeah there are a bunch of freshmen and sophomores out there. I mean, it's it's going to be fun. We're going to be saying some of the same names here in the 2018 yep. tournament. Yep. Mike, we'll let you get back up there, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday. All Congrats. Right. Hey, thanks, Doug. That's Mike Ford, head coach of the Elm Creek Lady Buffaloes. They won it 52-34 to in our first of four games today. Right now at the half, it's Axtell 26 and Elwood 17. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The second half is next. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. Second half is underway, and it'll be Axtell basketball. They'll get it down to Melema, and she'll draw the foul right away. And so at the line will be Sophie Melema, and she'll put the first free throw up, and it is in. So 27-17 now. Axtell, and make it 28-17 as Sophie is now 4-4 of at the line. Didn't take him long to strike here to start the third quarter. And it is a 11-point lead. That is the largest of the game so far for Axtell. They put that pressure on. Elwood gets it across the timeline with Tiffany Dickow. Axtell really trying to pressure that ball even more right now. Dickow gets by Miller, gets into the paint. 12-footer, no good. Boxing around, Reagan Miller will grab the rebound. And off to the races. She'll come. Stop on the right wing. Dish it off to Snell at the three-point arc. Over to Melima. Season on the wing. Gets it to uh, Emmy Nickel, original five starters out there for both ball clubs. Melema comes into the paint. Sophie switches hands, puts it up with the left hand. It's no good. Fighting for the rebound. Snell will win the battle. Kick it out to Nickel. No good. Another offensive rebound, and Sophie Melema will put it up and in. And that's one of the two seeds to success for Elwood in the second half. They have to limit the turnovers against the press, but you can't give Axtell three and four opportunities down the floor like they just did. And our seeds to success are brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed Dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's Pioneer.com and your mobile Pioneer.com on your smartphone. As going to the line, Tiffany Dinkow, after being fouled by Ashley Snell, she is the first Wildcat to pick up her second foul. And the free throw is no good for Dickow. One of two at the line in the first half, only being there one time to the line was Elwood. While Axtell was doing a good job going seven of nine. Dickow will hit the second free throw, though. She has five points. Diefenbaugh, six. Weber, four. That's 15 of the 18. The other three go to Jurgis. And for Axtell, they're trying to pull away early here in the third quarter, try and get some comfort. Nickel, top of the key for three. It's good. Emmy Nickel, all net. And that will be the first bucket to go along with three free throws for Nickel. And it's 33-18 to 18 as Axtell has the lead, trying to get the steal, but picked up by Dickow, lobbing it underneath from Martin to Weber. Knocked out of Weber's hands and out of bounds. It'll be Elwood ball underneath their own hoop. As we're just a couple of minutes in to the second half here on ESPN Radio. Inbounds pass comes to Weber, and at the free throw line, Amber will knock it down, and Weber now has a bucket in each quarter for a total of six, and it is 33-20. Maxdell will work it around the perimeter. 
Back to the top of the circle. The Cats drive baseline. Pull-up jumper is no good. And the rebound brought down by Manon Martin. Martin out ahead, trying to kick it all the way to the rack. Is Satorius. She's shoved into the right-hand corner, so kicks it back out to Yerges. Over on the wing, Elwood against a little more packed-in Wildcat zone right now. Trying to chase the ball, but if Elwood ever wanted to shoot a three, this would be the time to do it. They're getting a little room. Bounce pass over the right wing. Now getting aggressive, the Wildcats, and forcing the travel of Mann and Martin. Turnover number 13. Our seeds to success we looked at for Elwood. How about for Axtell? they got to make buckets. They should have way more than the 26 that they had at halftime. They really just didn't seem in sync in that first half. Uh, And with all the turnovers they created, they got a few buckets out of them, but they've got to be a lot better in the half court than they were in the first half. Melima, nice bounce pass underneath from season to Sophie, who hit the rim, got her own rebound, and now draws the foul. So Sophie will go back to the line and another second-chance opportunity here for Axtell. At the free-throw line, well, they're going to call Satorius with that foul, and that is her fourth. So at the line will be Sophie Melima, and she'll put it up and in. Five for five at the line for Sophie. 34 to 20, Axtell with 5.14 remaining here. In quarter number three. Coming up next on Classic Hits, we've got the second two quarterfinals, and it will not even be close to 6 o'clock to start. Second free throw up, and it is in. But remember, Loomis at Amherst will get going next. Pressure in the backcourt. Elwood's going to have trouble breaking the 10-second count, and they won't have to worry about it. It's stolen away. Outlet pass taken away. Snell bounce pass into the corner. The jumper is on the way, and it is good. For Reagan Miller, and Axtell about ready to put the final nail in the Elwood coffin here. And another pickoff at midcourt. This is going to lead to a run out and an uncontested layup for Sophie Melima. And a timeout will be called here by the Elwood Pirates. And quickly the lead is built to 19. With 4.45 to go in the third quarter, Axtell 39, Elwood 20. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper. North of the Railroad, First Avenue, on the Bricks, downtown Carl. The Elwood timeout. They'll bring it across the timeline here. Trailing Axtell 39 to 20. The teams play again on Friday night at Elwood. Final game of the regular season for the Pirates. Here's a three-pointer on the way by Martin. First one of the game for Elwood. It is no good. Trying to save it in is Dickow, but 
No one grabs it, and out of bounds it goes. That's one of those. She's running out of bounds, throws it behind her back, and went into the Elwood bench. So, so far, Axtell has a big quarter. Sophie Melba with eight points. The team has 13 compared to just three for Elwood. A 10-point run here to take it from 9 to 19. And Schnell with it over on the left wing. Melba, oh, just got shoved and no call. And the shot is up, and it is in. I think it surprised the officials so much. The whistle slid out of his mouth, and so he just didn't, he just didn't blow it. He's even laughing about it. He knows he missed it. And at the other end, Elwood turns it over. <laughs> so Toby Carlberg, don't breathe on anybody this time down the floor. They're going to ding you. 41-20. to 20. And we've got a substitution here. Back in is going to be Jurgis for Elwood. And checking out will be Martin. A lot of ball game left in Elwood trying to find some of that good stuff that they had in the first half of this basketball game. Melima with the Fraxtell skip pass through the hands of Jurgis going for the steal. Grabbed by Snell in the right-hand corner. Another crisscross pass here over to Melima. Season inside. There's Camille Fischel. She'll score on the assist from Melima, and it is 43-20. Elwood gets it up the floor to Weber. They've got a two-on-one. Amber takes the shot. No good. Diefenbaugh keeps it alive. It falls to Dickow. Shot outside. No good. And then Diefenbaugh is over the back of Ashley Snell, who may be one of the shorter players on the floor, but has the most rebounds at eight. And Diefenbaugh picks up her second foul. 3-11 to go. Third quarter. It's now Axtell 43 and Elwood 20. A nine-point game here at the half has blown up to 23. Wildcats making some substitutions here. Let's see who's all on the floor. We're going to have Sophie Melima along with Snell, Caitlin Callen, also back in Emmy Nickel, and then Season Melima brings the ball up the floor. Axtell with a solid third quarter into the left-hand corner to Emmy Nickel. Nickel back up top. Over to Snell into the corner. Melima, season drives and gets fouled, and season will go to the line and shoot two. She's 0 of 1 so far. And Jorgis will pick up the foul, her first, and the team's third. With 2.55 remaining here in the third quarter. Again, earlier, Elm Creek was a winner, 52 to 34 over Overton, but this is the opposite side of the bracket. With the way it worked out, the number one seed played early, then the two, then the three, and then the four, five. Um, playing, but the 4-5 is actually going to be next, so Amherst and Loomis. First free throw, no good, Melima. Second one for season is good. And it is 44-20. Axtell, they will play the second semifinal at around 4 o'clock Saturday against either Pleasanton or Wilcox-Hildreth. And a little hand check foul here across the timeline. Again, Elwood always gets doubled bringing the ball up the floor. And it's going to be on Caitlin Callen, her first. It's only the fifth foul of the entire game called on Axtell. 2.46 to go here in the third. 44-20. And Carlberg to throw it in here for Elwood. Pirates just four wins. Axtell 13-5. Lob it down low. Nice shot. Will not go that time for the Pirates as they brought in Taylor Hickey. And the rebound brought down underneath by the Wildcats. And up the floor 
They come looking for more. Season Mel in the right corner. Open three on the way. It's in and out. No good. Offensive rebound back up and in for Callen. Six points now for Caitlin Callen. And the long run continues here for Axtell. 46-20. to 20. And it's stolen away at midcourt. Melima comes up with another one. And then getting a hand on it and getting it back for Elwood is going to be Dickow. Nice job of hustling back that time by Tiffany Dickow. As they continue to battle out here, as we said, Elwood with a ton of sophomores. And a freshman here with Diefenbaugh in the right-hand corner. Into the paint. Jumper rolls around. Won't go for Carlberg. And now a jump ball in the rebound. The arrow will point the way of Elwood as Jurgis and Callen are tied up. But Elwood just needs to get a bucket here, get something positive going offensively. Only three points so far in the quarter. They had success getting it inside in the second quarter. Dickow had a couple of breakaways in the first quarter, and that's the only two buckets she has. Off the inbounds, Elwood's trying to set up Martin in the right-hand corner. For the 19-footer, it's no good. But the backside rebound is run down by Jurgis, so another opportunity. She'll take the shot, no good. How about a third time? It is good for Manon Martin. Martin hung in there, got the offensive board in her first bucket, and that breaks about a five-minute drought here for Elwood. 46-22, to Axtell with a minute 20 to go in quarter number three. Axtell has been a lot more precise. We talked about our season success, and they've definitely done it here in quarter number three. Three-pointer is on the way by Callen all the way around and out, no good. And the rebound will be brought down by Manon Martin again. She's got five. Baseball pass to the other end. Diefenbaugh's there. She catches. She shoots. She scores. She was about seven feet out, but saw two Axtell players running right at her, so she just turned around and shot it and knocks it down for her eighth point to lead the way right now for the Elwood Lady Pirates. Under a minute to go here in the third quarter. Reagan Miller swings it over, and Callen trying to get a three-pointer away, and all the whistles blow. Turnover number nine on Axtell. After a very short break, Season Melima and Ashley Snell are back in. 43 seconds to go in the quarter, 46-24, Axtell. So the top two seeds apparently will move on. We still have eight more minutes after this, but Elwood would have to double their point total just to catch up. Down the middle of the floor is going to be Taylor Hickey. Stops the free throw line. Back out to the trailer. Dick for three. It's in and out. No good. Rebound deflected out to season Melima. She wants to run two on one. Goes with a left hand and scores. Season with five in the quarter, 11 in the game. Her sister Sophie has eight in the quarter, 14 in the game, and it's 48-24. Axtell has now doubled up Elwood. 15 seconds left in the quarter. Dick down the middle of the floor. Bounce pass to Diefenbaugh. Ball fake. Melima got a hand in her face. Rotated over to the left side to Hickey. Taylor has to get out of it. It's going to be stolen away. Stolen away with two seconds, one second, and again driving in. This time scoring at the horn is Ashley Snell. She missed one earlier trying to go coast to coast at the end of the quarter. This time she finishes. And a big quarter for Axtell as they score 24 points and now lead Elwood 50-24, to heading to the fourth quarter here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. 
Even more basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South, led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Log on to heartlandhoopsclassic.com for all the matchups. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And we're ready to go to the fourth quarter with the lead belonging to Axtell safely in hand now, 50-24 after outscoring Elwood 24-7 in the third quarter. And Axtell will get the ball set up. Sophie Melba down low. Her leader on the right side comes up short, no good. Grabbing the rebound will be Tiffany Dickow, and Elwood will push it up the floor. Long outlet underneath the man, and Martin squares up from seven feet and hits. Second bucket here for Martin. And it's 50-26 to 26 for Axtell. Sophie Melamo with 14. Season Melamo with 11. Miller with 6. Callan and Nickel with, or 7. Callan and Nickel with 6. For Elwood, Diefenbaugh with 8. Weber with 6. And Axtell turns it over, and they're going to call a timeout here. 30 seconds into the quarter. So with 7.23 remaining, we'll take a quick timeout. If Axtell leading at 50-26. to 26. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Quick time out there to start the quarter for the Axtell Lady Wildcats. Each team has two remaining. And again, I'm sure Coach Cooksley wants to keep the focus of his team. They weren't that crisp in the first half. They were very crisp in the third quarter. And then they come out, they miss. Elwood goes down, scores. They turn it over. Coach Cooksley says, let's refocus here. So Elwood will have the basketball. 50 to 26 Axtell as we're just underway in the fourth quarter. Jurgis gets it inside. Weber, turnaround jumper from 10. No good, too strong. Rebound brought down by Schnell. I've already got her for nine. Look at her go all the way down. Switch it to the left hand and score. The junior, Ashley Schnell, with a beautiful run out. She scored the final bucket of the third quarter. She gets the first one of the fourth quarter. Miller goes for the steal. Dickow does a good job with her off arm to keep her away. Over to Jurgis, outside the arc, left wing. Into Weber, back out top to Dickow. Tiffany to the free throw line on the way up. It's knocked out of her hands by Ashley Snell, and Elwood will turn it over. Grabbing it is Reagan Miller. Stops at the free throw line. Another quick shot. No good. Ball batted around off Weber's hands, and Jurgis has eight boards now for the Lady Pirates. And a hand check foul on Ashley Snell. Getting a little too friendly there with Aspen Satorius as she rushed the ball up the floor. Third on Snell, and third of the half. On Axtell. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with all the final stats. Then two more to go on Classic Hits. Jumper by Martin. No good. Running it down. Emmy Nickel for Axtell. And the Wildcats will bring it up. 
See how Coach Cooksley handles it with a big lead here. Will he use some of his bench early? It is tournament time, but in this one, the winners will all get a day off uh, on the girls' side. The boys won't. They'll play Friday, Saturday, Monday. The girls will play Thursday, Saturday, Monday. Three-pointer on the way. No good by Reagan Miller and Amber Weber. Grabs her first rebound unofficially of the game. And Elwood will bring it into the front court over on the left wing. Martin back to Weber. Nobody guarded her. Her 12-footer, though, sets on the rim and then falls off the front. Reagan Miller with the board. Reagan trying to go all the way. Does. Throws up a wild one. No good, but an easy offensive putback for Sophie Melema. 16 points, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks for Sophie Melema today. And it is 54-26, Axtell with 5.5 to go in the game. And Axtell still over-pursuing the ball. Into the left-hand corner, thinking about the three. Martin, she'll fire it. It is no good. Then we get a jump ball between Satorius and Sophie Melema. The arrow will point the way of Elwood. And some new faces run in. Players that have all been on the floor before. Toby Carlberg is in for Elwood. Diefenbach comes back in. Carlberg to throw it in right underneath the hoop to Jurgis, and Jurgis is fouled. So Cassie, who's one of two at the line, three points, eight boards, will go to the line and shoot two. On the floor, Carlberg, Satorius, Dickow, Diefenbaugh, and at the line is Jurgis, the second foul called on Sophie Melema, and the free throw is good for Jurgis. Out there for Axtell now, both Melemas, along with Snell, Callen, and Fischel came in at that break. Second free throw also good. So Jurgis now, three of four at the line, has five points, 54-28 Axtell as we approach five minutes to go in the game. Wildcats, left baseline, starting to drive. Callen runs out of room, kicks it out. Malama can't catch it. It goes through her hands and out of bounds. The 11th turnover for Axtell. Elwood will bring it across the timeline here. Coach Pat Roper's yelling out the instructions. Nice screen into Carlberg. Turnaround jumper off the iron. No good. Offensive rebound to Dickow. Dickow comes into the paint. There's all kinds of Wildcats waiting for her, and she will draw the foul. Season Melema with her first, and now two free throws coming up for Tiffany Dickow. One of two at the line, has five points, seven boards. And the free throw is up and in. Tiffany, a 5-4 sophomore. Does that jump shot from the free throw line. Second free throw on the way, and that one's in and out. No good. So she got one of two. Snell with her 10th board here for Axtell. A lot of 5-5s five listed on the roster outside of the Melima girls. For Axtell, throwing over the top of the Elwood zone. Snell fakes the three, comes into the paint, and she'll draw the foul. Weber getting ready to check back into the game with Manon Martin for Elwood. The foul was called on Taylor Hickey, her first, and the free throw is no good. Second one coming up for Ashley Snell. Six points in the ballgame for Ashley. Also been able to pull down those 10 boards. Second free throw is good for Snell. And Axtell just 
slowly waiting for this one to be over and get through it safely so they can advance to Saturday's semifinals. Continue that extended trapping zone. Diefenbaugh in the right-hand corner. Skip pass up top to Dickow. Nice quick pass left baseline to Martin. She hits the jumper. Mana with all six of her points here in the second half. And Elwood looking a little bit better here in the fourth quarter than they did in the third when they just got rolled over. 55-31, Axtell. They'll be 14-5. Elwood will be 4-16. Inside the ball, take it away. Elwood comes away with the steal. Up the floor with it is Carlberg. She's at the top of the circle. High post, tried to get it to Weber. I don't think Weber was ready for it. It goes off her hands, and it's going to be picked up by Camille Fischel to Snell. She sprints and gives it off the last moment. Back out to Fischel. Top of the key. Open three. Melima good season with her first three-pointer of the ball game. And she's got 14. 58-31. Axtell with 3.20 to go. Quick shot at the other end. Martin just about drained another one from the left baseline. Offensive rebound is pulled down. And Sophie Melima will block the shot of Toby Carlberg. Axtell will grab the basketball and get it into the front court. And another timeout here so that Axtell can get some players in. With 3.06 remaining in the contest, Axtell has the lead, 58-31 over Elwood. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Welcome Kent Keeler into our producer's chair as we return to the Viero Event Center. Doug Duda with you as we turn the corner into evening on this Thursday. It'll be Axtell basketball. Nickel on the inbounds, takes it into the paint. One-hand shot, no good. Offensive rebound back up and in by Mariah Biesecker. Just checked into the game, and Biesecker gets the offensive board and bucket. We'll catch up with some of the folks in the ball game as Elwood fires up a three this time from Taylor Hickey. Off the heel, I thought that one was going in, but rebound brought down by Caitlin Callen. She'll bring it into the front court, and Zoe Dahlgren is also checked in for the Wildcats. So it's Nickel, Callen, Dahlgren, Biesecker, as Dahlgren takes the free throw line jumper, it rattles around, no good. Rebound, Biesecker puts it up, it is no good. Third time, no good for Callen. Biesecker again, she'll draw the foul. And she'll go to the line and shoot two. And also, Fischl was the uh, five on the floor for the Wildcats. For Elwood, they've got uh, Katie Klein into the ball game. Aspen Sutorius, along with Jordan Hagen, Taylor Hickey. And the first free throw here for Biesecker is good. And so the sophomore comes right in to contribute. And now checking in for Elwood is going to be Kendra Mullins. 
61-31 Axtell, 2.21 to go. Second free throw in and out for Biesecker. The rebound grabbed by Klein of Elwood, and Katie will bring it up the floor. Gives it off on the left side to Hickey. Man-to-man trying to match up with that basketball. Back over to Klein. To the left elbow to Hagen. Hagen will take the 15-footer and got it. Jordan Hagen will knock down the first shot she takes here this afternoon. 61-33, two minutes to go. Axtell on top. Nickel brings it into the front court to Caitlin Callen. Elwood trying to man up here. Swings it into the paint. Turnaround jumper on the way by Fischel is no good. And the loose rebound grabbed by Elwood. And Holly Lenusky is into the game, and she's got the board. So Lenusky, the... Junior will bring it into the hands of Hickey, and here we go. Elwood lobs it down low, tried to get it to Lineski, overshot her just a little bit, and it went out of bounds. The 20th turnover of the game for Elwood. And now for Axtell, checking in, Harper Wells and Katrina Club. A ton of sophomores on this Axtell team. Down to a minute and a half to go. And Axtell with the basketball. Elwood trying to pressure, trying to get that steal so he can get his shot away. Outlet pass into the front court. Harper Wells stops on the right side of the key. Kicks it back out top to Callen. Callen drives the lane. Puts it off the iron. No good. And the defensive rebound for Lenusky. And Holly looks to make the pass. Does to Hickey. Front court now to Klein. Back up to Taylor Hickey. Right side Mullen. She'll try the three. And it's off the iron. No good. Defensive rebound. There's Biesecker again. Three points, four rebounds in her limited action. A minute to go. Axtell into the front court with it. Callen gives it off on the wing to Wells. See if one of the gals that just got in here the last couple minutes can get on the scoreboard here for the Wildcats. 40 seconds to go. Left wing, they'll give it to Club. Katrina bounce pass inside, and wrestling it away will be Taylor Hickey. 13th turnover for Axtell. Hickey down the middle of the floor. 30 seconds to go. Swings it over to Klein. The New West Post Game Show is next with all the final stats. Stay with us. Over to Mullins. She's got another open look at a three. Same thing. Right on line, but just short off the iron. And the rebound brought down by Callen. 15 seconds to go. Elwood trying to get it away from her in the backcourt, but she'll bring it into the front court. Cats can either hold it or get somebody new with the shot. Zoe Dahlgren brings it into the paint. Kicks it out top. Axtell throws it over to Harper Wells. She'll hold it. And that'll be the end of the ball game. Axtell, 61. Elwood, 33. Elwood falls to 4-16 and 16 after getting the win on Saturday. The 10 seed out. Axtell, 14-5, and 5, will advance on to a 4 o'clock game here at the event center against the Loomis Amherst winner, or excuse me, the Pleasanton Wilcox-Hildreth winner on Saturday here on ESPN. We'll take a break, and the new West Post Game Show is next. When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today. 
For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. And welcome back to the Viero Event Center. Again, a big thank you to... Man in charge, Dana Wright and his crew here. Our first two quarterfinals are in the books. The first one goes to Elm Creek, 52-34 to against Overton. And Axtell with a big third quarter, outscoring Elwood 24-7, to goes on to a 61-33 win. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. First off for the Elwood Lady Pirates, Madden Martin, six points, five rebounds. Tiffany Dickow, six points, seven rebounds. Aspen Satorius had two rebounds and a block. Toby Carlberg had a rebound. Jordan Hagen, two points. Katie Klein, a rebound. Cassie Yurgis, five points and a team high, eight rebounds. Holly Lineski came in and got a couple of rebounds. Bailey Diefenbaugh led the team with eight points, six rebounds. And Amber Weber, six points, and one rebound. 18 rebounds in the first half, 15 in the second half. Free throw shooting, one of two in the first half, four of six in the second half. All the three-point attempts Elwood took in the second half, but they were 0 of 6. Turnovers, 12 in the first half and 8 at the second half. The Pirates had 17 points at halftime, scored 16 in the second half, and they will finish with 33 points, which is right around their season average, slowly getting better as the season moved along. 33 points, 33 rebounds, 5 out of 8 at the free throw line, 0 of 6 from 3-point land, 1 block, 20 turnovers. Elwood now 4-16, and 16 and it doesn't get any easier. They take on the top two teams in the FKC next week. They will host Elm Creek Tuesday and Axtell on Friday. We'll look at the final numbers for the Wildcats right after this on the New West postgame show. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, 
a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Now look at the final numbers for the Axdale Lady Cats. Eight players in the score column. Camille Fischel, two points and a block. Ashley Snell, seven points, a game-high, ten rebounds. Caitlin Callen, six points, six rebounds. Reagan Miller had seven points and three rebounds. Mariah Biesecker, three points, four rebounds. Emmy Nichol, six points, three rebounds. And the Melima girls teamed up for a big night, 30 points, 16 rebounds, and five blocks between them. Season had 14 points, eight rebounds, one block. Sophie Melima, a game-high, 16 points, eight rebounds, and four blocks. 20 rebounds in the first half, 22 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 7 of 9 in the first half, 7 of 10 in the second half. Three-point shooting, 1 of 7 in the first half, and 2 of 5 in the second half. Turnovers for Axtell, 7 in the first half, and 6 in the second half. The Wildcats had 26 points at halftime, put up 35 in the second half, and Axtell finishes with 61 points, one of their top performances of the season, 42 rebounds, 14 out of 19 at the free throw line, 3 of 12 from three-point land, six block shots, 13 turnovers. Axtell has now won five in a row to go to 14-5 and five with a 61-33 win over Elwood, and they will play the Pleasanton-Wilcox-Hildreth winner at approximately 4 o'clock here on ESPN Saturday afternoon at the Viero Events Center. When the tournament is over, Axtell will play next Friday at Elwood and host Southwest next Saturday in the regular season finale. Our Usera Care moment of the game is brought to you by the special people at Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond, call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Right out of the gate in the third quarter, we talked about it. Uh, coming out at halftime is that Axtell needed to play a little more disciplined. They did. Sophie Melima had eight points. Season Melima had five. And seven players scored in the quarter for Axtell. And that was a quick start. They went from 9 to 19 just like that for a lead to start that third quarter. That's our Usera Care moment of the game. So two down today, two more to uh, get your way tonight on Classic Hits 98.9. We're back here on ESPN tomorrow at 3 for the Amherst-Eustace Farnham boys game and an Axtell-Overton boys at 4.30. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer and engineers back at the studio, Merritt Lawson and Kent Keeler, I'm Doug Duda. Again, it was Axtell 61, Elwood 33. Coming up in about 15 minutes on Classic Hits 98.9, Amherst will take on Loomis, followed by Wilcox Hildreth taking on Pleasanton. Thanks for listening, everyone. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.